0: Hi, hello, thank you for joining us on From the Friar. Today we're talking about Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 8, Poised for Battle. This episode, everyone is falling apart. I enjoyed, well, I didn't enjoy, but it
1: was, I mean, we've already seen it throughout the season, but this episode laid the foundation of the demise
0: Of a few couples, I think. You could say it is laying the foundation for a future divorce.
1: Maybe a couple.
0: Yeah. Chris is putting weird energy out there. I did not expect him to pull back the way he did. I mean, honestly, it's weird energy between everyone, but I wasn't expecting that.
1: It seemed like you were most surprised on the lack of effort or apparently not knowing the lengths you really have to go through while being in this process.
0: Going right in, starting with Chris and Nicole, we have the doggos finally meeting Nicole. We see Chris's apartment, and we see the dogs humping the pillow.
1: Do you think the dog is fixed?
0: I have no idea. I don't know what that process is. I thought dogs lost the sensation when they are fixed. I have no idea.
1: Okay, Nicole asked if this is a normal thing, And the amount of times it happened, this is definitely what this doggo does on the regular.
0: Also, I feel like this is a bigger indication that Chris's dogs might not be trained as much as he may have left on. Uh, I feel like,
1: yeah, maybe in his mind, his doggos are super good and very, like, I'm sure they're fine. But in that situation, it was, it made for really great television.
0: Nicole wonders if the dogs have uh, seen Chris and she feels good about her future sex life.
1: Oh, in the moment, yeah.
0: Ew. But we no, have Thank you.
1: You have a theory later on that I think actually leads to the counter argument there. Well, we find out that they consummated the marriage.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. I remember what I was talking about. So we have the dogs meeting in a neutral place. It looks like a dog park, and I could not ignore the dog constantly barking in the background. What is with Maff's mics this year? They're picking up everything in the background.
1: I have to give them credit. I don't know if I should give this credit to the showrunners or to the couple. They actually introduced the dogs in a neutral area. It's it's literally just a dog park, And honestly, it went really well.
0: They were hanging out, just chilling, laying down, no problems. It was pretty much an ideal meeting.
1: It was funny, in a lot of the segment in the dog park, Nicole's dog, it almost seemed like it wasn't even acknowledging Chris's dogs. No. It was like doing its own thing, like, yeah, whatever.
0: Nicole says to Chris, you'll have to give me more attention when Charlie isn't here because I would usually get it from him.
1: It is tough. I think this is, I don't think it's going to be a, like an argument point, but I feel like it's going to impact Nicole in some way, sort of having to give up her doggo.
0: Well, it seems like she's the only one making sacrifices, like at all. I would
1: agree. I don't think we've seen, uh, maybe they hinted a little bit by Chris sort of. He hasn't maybe, and this could be a good or a bad thing, he hasn't really spoken up when he has seen Nicole have outbursts.
0: No, he kind of glosses over it, which Which, is fine. I mean, what is he supposed to do? But I
1: don't know if that's a good or bad thing. When Nicole mentions, again, it goes back to, you need to call me out when I'm over the top. I just think that's weird. But do you really want to be called out? It's easy to say that.
0: How about people just work on themselves? Like, why do you need someone to hold you accountable? We're all adults. I don't really like that.
1: I don't think personally I would be comfortable with that. So, I don't know. Something about if an adult came to me and says, oh, hey, you need to check me. I'm like, why do I need to check you? Like you're, like
0: you're already acknowledging there's a problem. Right.
1: Like maybe, maybe we should work on that like now or before.
0: Chris's doggos move in. They're getting settled into the apartment. And Chris brings up that both of their leases are over at the same time. And I thought we were going in a completely different direction. Chris says, what's the Russian moving in right away? We'll sign a nine-month lease. We'll have sleepovers. It'll be a great time. Nicole, not wanting to freak him out or try to make this a big issue, says that she is worried that they will fall into a pattern. I didn't see this.
1: What did you think... What were you predicting was about to happen?
0: I thought he was going to say, naturally, our leases are up. Let's not move in anywhere separately. Let's get a place together. Like what we said, get a yard for the dogs where everyone can live happily.
1: I don't know the local sort of like real estate market in Nashville. I don't know if, you know, it's hard to find a place or it. I don't know if it, is it just expensive if you started somewhere new?
0: But it doesn't matter. You're married.
1: I think personally I think this is a huge error on Chris's on uh, Chris's point. I
0: mean, I view it as he's pulling back altogether. Why would you not naturally move in with your spouse if you guys are okay? And why would you assume that it's not going to be okay?
1: There must be some complex that allows shorter term leases. There has There's to be. There's
0: month-to-month leases. Why wouldn't you just do that?
1: Not only, I mean, yes, there's the whole we're married but we're living separate. But if we're talking from a financial aspect, this is also a very expensive decision.
0: I think it's worth the money, personally. Being apart? No, no, no. Being together. I thought you meant to restart together. You oh mean no, separate. I'm separate. Okay. I mean,
1: they're holding two different leases. That just seems very, really, really expensive.
0: Also, are they just? Ex- is his plan to just extend on the lease he has now? Because then, if you're moving somewhere else and you're choosing not to move in with your wife, that's way worse. Yeah, that workflow
1: would be weird too. I mean, they're being—I mean, obviously they're on a show, so they're being pretty strict about this dog rule. Like, even if you resign both your leases, well, technically Nicole can't just come over with her dog and spend the night.
0: Nah, they're not going to catch you. Know, you show know, up at I know, night. I know. It's Realistically, fine. Realistically,
1: probably doesn't matter, but that just wouldn't work. And then at some point, what if Nicole or or Chris is essentially living? You know, they got super close. It's all working out. It's fantastic. It's to a point where I'm basically just living at your spot, but I have like eight more months of lease to just pay off.
0: I really do think it would be worse living apart than together. Oh, definitely. Then we see Pastor Cal. I loved seeing him again. I thought he had pretty good advice for most couples. We had a quick review about the wedding and the honeymoon and how things are going so far. Pastor Cal asked Chris, how is her personality? Chris says she's been great. She says she can be a hothead, but I haven't seen it. Nicole quickly corrects him and says, you've seen it. Then we flash to a kitchen cam, I guess you can say, an overhead view of the kitchen in their apartment, and they received a wedding photo. Now, why was she so mad? Did she just not like it? I think that's what it was. She didn't like the pose, something with the photo itself.
1: A lot of the, the Twitter community was saying, how are you going to be mad for not, I guess, looking as attractive as you'd like in your own photo?
0: Oh, I didn't think it was that. I thought it was because she didn't like like the way she was facing. Like, she didn't like how the photo was set up.
1: Oh, I see. That, yeah, that could, that could have been it. So... I don't, I don't know if I would be attacking the photographer, though.
0: No, I'll... Also, and then I also was thinking, is she mad that this is the photo they chose to get printed, blown up, whatever it was, framed? And so she's mad that that was the one that they chose. I could see that too.
1: They're already foreshadowing. There's going to be way more moments like this.
0: I mean, that was probably a mild moment for her.
1: I know we're all rooting for Chris and Nicole, but these little breadcrumbs are already setting. I don't like it.
0: I can say the same thing about Chris right now, though. Well, There's no, little things coming out about him where I'm just like, right. oh, no, that's a red flag. Well, we have
1: just this little example of a blow up. And then we bit. already have the apartment lease situation. It's it's too much of a setup for them not to be together.
0: There's an argument coming. Also, what I wanted to talk about is Chris sugarcoating and not even wanting to talk about the one moment. Nicole immediately knew what it was. And he just says, no, it's been great. It's been fine. So is he trying to kind of avoid it altogether? Like if he ignores it and doesn't acknowledge it, because even in the video they showed, he just walked away. He wasn't even in the room when she was having this moment.
1: Yeah, the way Chris has been hurt in the past, I wonder if a lot of this is more of his defense mechanisms. Like if I just don't acknowledge it, we can progress. and We can
0: pretend it's not there. kind Kind
1: of move on from this.
0: Yeah. Also, the moment was kind of a lot she took the photo she didn't like it or she didn't like the one they picked whatever the reason was but instead of being like oh I don't like that I'm just not gonna put it up or I'll put it in our bedroom where no one will see it I'll put it in the closet she had to make a big deal about it and even took it up to the camera and showed it and had a rant to the camera that feels like a lot even if I don't like a photo I'm just not gonna put it in the living room Chris says that he was walked on in past relationships, but he feels he can be his self now. Pastor Cal brings up the lease situation. And Nicole says we are renewing our leases. Chris says he doesn't want to be homeless if it doesn't work out. Real Nate vibes here.
1: I don't know Chris's situation, but given the issue with the doggos, I don't know if he has family that close to Nashville, given the fact that they didn't show up or were brought up at all to help with the dog situation. And now with the apartment situation, it's not like if you're in some situation where it didn't work out between you and you needed a very quick, I just need to stay somewhere where I look for an apartment. You'd think you'd have a family member that could help you with that.
0: Dog friendly hotels. I don't know. Airbnb. There's just things like I don't give him a lot of room here.
1: No, no, I agree. I'm, I'm with you. And Pastor Cal was, I mean, same as us, was like, this is not a good idea. And you're more prepping yourself to be separated yeah. in the future.
0: He even says, you need to think it's going to work, not preparing for it not to work out. I like when Pastor Cal laughed and said he gives them two weeks living apart and then they'll be finding a way to live together. I just feel like Nicole had to make the huge sacrifice to have her baby away so that he could have it how he wanted and be comfortable. And he's already like needs something else to be his way so that he is comfortable. But he's not saying, hey, how would you feel? Or what do you think of this situation? It's, I don't think we should do this. I want it to be this way. Isn't it odd
1: because their personalities, it almost seems like Chris would be the one to sort of give things up or, or or give in to certain demands. But at the moment, it's actually the reverse.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering if they're trying to be, how they, be the opposite of how they were in their previous relationship. So Nicole is being very aware of her reactions and what she needs to do to make this work. And Chris is like, I'm not going to be walked on again. The L word hasn't been used yet, but Nicole does ask Chris every day. If today was decision day, what would you say? She says it's a temperature check.
1: I loved Pastor Cal's reaction to this. He said, every day? (laughs) And calls it yes, every day.
0: Side note, did you notice that both Chris and Nicole separately said, we appreciate Pastor Cal's opinion, but... And it had to do with the moving in, and then it had to do with her temperature checks. They appreciate his opinion, but they're not going to listen.
1: This is a case where the couple who clearly their past relationships haven't worked for some reason sort of think they're the experts.
0: Yeah. That's always funny how people tend to not listen to the experts.
1: Now, the counter-argument, and I can already hear some of our mass family on Twitter saying, like, well, yeah, the experts are trash.
0: I mean, that part too. We also find out that they have been intimate for the first time this week, which makes me question Chris even more. So they're making progress in their intimate relations, in their closeness, and he physically wants to become further from Nicole. Is this just a coincidence?
1: I saw your tweet in another individual's tweet. You, you came to the same conclusion of it's a little too coincidental
0: yeah wouldn't that make you feel closer to a person i don't know everyone's different but i just feel like it's not the way to go it's not i don't know it's not the way to handle any of this
1: here's what i'm thinking i feel like this leasing is going to be a non-issue because they did say we have two weeks to respond and i believe nicole has two weeks after that yeah but it seems like we're living in this current week when they're talking to pastor cal so realistically. Yes, they might have come to that decision, but Chris still has two weeks to say, you know what? Actually, I changed my mind. I'm out.
0: Or he already told them that he's extending. And so he's just telling her, yeah, this is how it's going to be. But he hey. hasn't told her that he already told his apartment complex.
1: As long as you don't sign any paperwork.
0: Mm, we'll see. Now, the messy, messy couple, which you can just, you can just consider done now. Dom and Mac.
1: Do you think Dom is ever going to move into the apartment?
0: No, she didn't move in.
1: But what's the shot with the, you just got fired?
0: Well, the, you just got fired is going to be here at this conversation. Cause we didn't see the whole pastor Cal conversation, mm. but it's going to be mm. right here. That one box she brought in in her bag that she's refusing to unpack. She's just going to take that out.
1: But I thought she took all of that with her that, that same day that they were moving in. They're like, are you really just going to, wheel all this back down to your car? And she's like, yep.
0: Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Oh, interesting. It's like a weird flashback shot.
0: No, it's going to be that day. We haven't seen the conversation, Mm. the whole conversation with Pastor Cal yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we are seeing Dom's apartment and I feel like she just moved in here. She lived with her mom previously, but didn't want to go that route for the show. She just signed a lease right before she got married. Boxes are still everywhere. That's my theory. My spidey senses are tingly. That's what I think.
1: Why did it seem like a decent amount of people, their apartments look so like new. Like our house. Like it almost (laughs) seems, yeah, like you just said, like, do you really live here? Like, did you just move in?
0: I can see Kirsten being like us.
1: Kirsten actually did go into detail about that in the after show, which is essentially it was like, Uh, Switching COVID time Can't get any furniture So I said fuck it I'm basically like I have been without it So I don't need it Like whatever That was basically the mode she was in I didn't get if Dom talked
0: about I
1: mean her apartment was kind of bland too
0: Well not only bland But she still had her boxes everywhere And she said she's getting a storage unit
1: Yeah And that's
0: weird when you have Like you're not even fully moved in Also that's not the apartment That they showed during her intro The wall color was completely different they acted like she was moved in, those plants were hers, and it wasn't. So I hate that. What what apartment was she in? Interesting. At? Where was she? Fake. All fake.
1: It's amazing how fast the spiral happened.
0: Oh, it was so fast. We were at the honeymoon, the initial dinners, and this is after Mac was saying, basically not refusing to do stuff, but saying like, oh, I wouldn't do this. Oh, I'm worried about this. It was after the sailing. They had that dinner where they were a little toasty. Mac made his weird dad jokes about building everything. And she said, I feel like they did a great job. Like we're a perfect match. You fast forward to like two days and she cannot stand the man. She got a really good edit at first too, by the way. I didn't think she'd be bossy or anything.
1: Definitely. I wonder if Mac, he just got too many, too many negative signals from Dom that even in his own mind, he's like, you know what? I'm kind of over it too.
0: Well, I think he's really self-conscious too now because anything he says or does, which I mean, honestly, a lot of things that he says and does aren't great, but she calls him out on it. And so now he's self-conscious and he's worried about messing up again. We well,
1: can tell he's completely stepping back. He's quiet. Mm-hmm. Even in their conversations, all of his answers are fairly short. Yeah.
0: He just responds. He's not expanding on stuff. A little
1: bit how we record this podcast me being mac <laughs> <laughs> a little bit no but for real it's the way they film just the awkward tension between them i mean like i could i could see like just feel myself
0: in that moment and be like wow this is really weird i'm uncomfortable every time they come on our tv the energy makes me feel awkward Mac doesn't want to be in her apartment. It's very clear with how he's reacting, how he's talking. Dom says it sucks because she expected him to want to be there. She doesn't end the sentence there. She follows it up with, but this is who Mac is. Like, it's starting to get into low blow tic-tac things, which I don't like. I mean, in some ways, this
1: could be... In Max' mind, a little bit of payback because you basically shit talked my living situation. So I'm just not going to care about yours.
0: Yes, because he was insulted. Did you notice as they're walking through the apartment, anything that he does say, she counters. I didn't catch that. So he was like, oh, that's a great closet. It's big. And she goes, no, Mm -hmm. it's not that big. Mm -hmm. It could be double. Oh, that paint color. No, no, no. I don't like that paint color. It was just like everything. So of course, like, what is he going to say?
1: He's fucking over it.
0: I know. I mean, they're both over it. She is questioning if she should even pack, and I wrote no, because you're... I mean, even if I didn't see that preview, which I hate they spoiled us. Yeah, that is a bummer. Even if I didn't say that, I, I still, my reaction would be, don't pack, don't unpack what you have already there. Like, this is done. There's no reason to think this is going on further than maybe one more day. Maybe.
1: I think the open question is, okay, we see Mac and Dom, there is no light, but is there going to be another couple that also calls it quits early? So realistically, they're down to three couples for the majority of the season.
0: Well, I don't think they'll call it, well, okay, Gina and Clint are also done. Like, there's no reason to cover them anymore. We'll get to our reasons for that. Sure. But they're so hard-headed, they're going to be there on decision day.
1: Are they just going to suffer through it?
0: They're not even suffering. Gina's not anywhere. True. Not going to do anything. Mm. You're going to hang out on filming days and that's it. I don't know. The, the, the
1: energy that Pastor Cowell's putting out during their conversations, it's almost like we're not doing this shit if you're like not actually trying. like Just fucking say if it's a divorce or not.
0: Yeah, but they'll say, yeah, 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 we're both trying.
1: Which is kind of what they did on the sit down.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be the same thing all season. But back to Dom and Mac. They're back in the car, they're driving, and Dom brings up Mac's energy. Mac bluntly says, it's one thing after another. You just keep saying things that you don't like about me. And I mean, that's pretty honest. I have no idea why we need to be so trauma bonded to dogs and situations around dogs. I'm over it. (laughs) So many storylines need to not revolve around dogs. But I understand fur babies. So of course, there's going to be clashing. But the next round of this argument is Mac talking about his dogs. He says his dogs are a huge part of his life and Dom is not comfortable with it. Dom brings up a good point. I'm just going to say it. Dom says it's been five months. Your dogs aren't here. It's a valid point. True. It's, a- I and can't hang on it.
1: Mac does start to get a little petty of... You oh, haven't yeah. asked about them. You haven't asked to their pictures. I mean, I can counter that and say, like, you just haven't shown me any pictures. I mean, if you were so jazzed about them, you'd be like, oh, look at my two babies. Like, dog one, dog two.
0: He does the thing, though, that when this happens, I consider the conversation over. I have nothing to say to you because if I say something, it's just going to escalate it. He says, you're right. I don't care about my dogs. I don't care about anything. Oh, that's what I'm always like. That
1: pisses yep, me I, yep, off. I can see that. I'm going to go back just a little bit. I like that Mac mentioned this. He said, you're basically, you, you, you hate everything about me. Like you're picking at everything I do, everything I say.
0: My life. Yes. But
1: then he says up to this point, he's like, I have said nothing negative about you. I haven't, you know, like sort of asked you to change or, or like, it's almost like he's saying I'm accepting you as who you are. Like I, I have not downplayed you at all. Yep. And so, so in his. And you can tell that idea was stuck in his mind, probably since the honeymoon. He's yeah. like, wow, this girl's really grilling me. I'm trying to accept her as who she is. Then, then she keeps grilling, keeps grilling, mm-hmm. keeps grilling. And then he finally gets to this point, like, you know what? I'm fucking over it. Like, yeah, this, I don't like this person's energy. They just they're saying everything about me is negative. I wouldn't
0: be able to handle it. I that would really bother me. I would not if they don't change. I mean, there's nothing more to talk about. It's like a core personality trait.
1: I get Dom's side when she mentions, like, yeah, he's not that adventurous. I wanted someone that was adventurous, but look at his point. I mean, all he's seeing from you is negativity. I mean, can you imagine Can you imagine how that brings somebody's energy level down just always being negative?
0: Well, not only that, but like picking at you, picking at your personality.
1: It was interesting. I think Dom actually mentioned, like, have I been negative? I'm like, oh my God.
0: (laughs) Because it's just who she is. Like,
1: are you kidding me?
0: Now I give her a bunch of shit, but She also has some valid points. I can't hate on it too much. I just hate the way she does it. We're back at the apartment. Things are awkward as ever. And Dom doesn't want to bring her bag into their bedroom because she just isn't feeling it right now. See, I don't like that either. That's way too kiddish. Like, use your words. let's, Let's figure it out. You're just not feeling it. She doesn't like petty arguments, but she's making the petty argument worse. Did they did they
1: confirm if this was one bedrooms or two
0: it sounded like two because of the Clinton the Clinton situation right so yeah it's in past
1: seasons we've seen couples struggle and remember the the basketball player
0: yes oh that my was bad. goodness that, was, that bad. was really bad just and anyway but what I'm getting
1: at is we've seen couples struggle and they'll just go into different rooms like these folks won't even take that as an option
0: no because they're not this isn't even something they want to work on like there's nothing more clear to me that says you're done than that you don't even want to be in the same building i
1: mean if folks are done this fast
0: they were not ready to be married
1: well for sure but it also puts (laughs) off the energy of i got to go on some cool all expensive paid vacation
0: and i'm out yeah i'm not gonna do the work i was here for the party and i'm not here to work I don't know what people's expectations of marriage are because it's hard. You're right.
1: If, if you're not at this stage ready to put in the work or even keep an open mind to this person, you're just not ready for marriage.
0: You're quitting day one of being in this apartment. You're not. No, you need to just go back to the streets for a little bit. <laughs> Dom does say. That the energy is manageable though. She doesn't hate his guts. So, uh, silver lining? Eh? I mean, she's still not gonna move in or talk to him, but she doesn't hate him. Max says that he feels that Dom expected perfection on the honeymoon. Dom says, I expected you to want to do more, to want to do things. She says that she's tired of being a supporter and it's exhausting. It's just, I really do think she wanted perfection. And she didn't get it. So she's out.
1: I wonder if the first sign of this individual is not into what I'm into. In Dom's mind, that kind of kicked off this domino effect of like, what else can I discover? You know, that doesn't that we're not matching on.
0: Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, no matter what type of relationship you're in, you are going to have to be the support person at various times in that relationship. It's not going to be only you being supported. You do have to support. Dom enters the apartment where Mac is living, but not her. And they haven't spoken since she decided not to move in.
1: By the timetable of the show, it has been three days. Yes. There's people. Three days. It's over. It's over.
0: I. Why are you here? Not even a,
1: <laughs> hey, um... How are you doing today? How are you feeling? No. You want to go grab a coffee, talk things through? Nothing. Three days. And the only reason they're even talking today is because Pastor Cal's coming.
0: Yep. Pastor Cal enters the apartment and Dom says, also she has some balls saying this to Pastor Cal. She says, you have some explaining to do. And he wasn't taking that and I'm thankful. He says, no, you do.
1: Loved. I Good. love this energy. I love this love energy, Pastor, Pastor Cal. Cal.
0: I appreciated that he did not let her dominate this conversation.
1: Something where folks were grilling Pastor Cal, even in the past with Paige, it's almost like if something is over, clearly, why are we pushing the envelope to... Have them continue. I get it. It's a show. I I get it. There's
0: been some definitely uh, controversial Pastor Cal moments. (laughs) I I get the show
1: aspect. We got to keep it going. Viewers ratings, all that bullshit. But at the end of the day, you are impacting a human being, like their emotional state. Like you may, you might end up breaking them down and that's not okay.
0: No, but also... We also have to kind of hold the experts' quote air fingers responsible because some people are clearly not matched well. Arguably, this this may be one of them. I mean, there's a load of experts and even a little
1: bit of a uh, background checking, just as far as someone's profile. I mean, what do you do for work? Like, who are you? Like, is this legitimate? Like, what are you? Did you just move here for the show? Is that the type of person we want on the show? Is that going to lead to other situations like? I know that's probably a lot more work, but look at what that leads us to now.
0: Are you just trying to promote your salon? Like all these avenues,
1: <laughs> like, are you a cloud? I mean, it's probably maybe a little hard to break down. Like, yeah, we're not going to knock someone because they have a bunch of followers. But like, are you a cloud chaser? Like, what are your reasons for being on the show? Are we trying to keep it wholesome and legitimate as far as people trying to get married or obviously being the TV powers? We just want viewers and we don't care. We want that drama.
0: I think they are. Matching based on drama, but also I think the pickings are real slim. Real slim pickings.
1: I would agree, considering we have people that aren't even from the city. We're
0: importing now. Correct, correct. Pastor Cal asks, why are you poised for battle? Dom says that she wanted someone outgoing and adventurous. Max says that he wanted someone extroverted, but not as adventurous as Dom. Mac also says that he has different views of dogs than Dom does. And the dog sleeping in the bed is a deal breaker. Now, I feel like in marriage, these things I wouldn't think initially would be such big red flags, such deal breakers.
1: I believe it was Pastor Cal who asked, like, is the dog sleeping in the bed like a deal breaker? And Mac's kind of like,
0: well... Well, no, Dom said yes. That is a deal well, breaker. Sure,
1: But then... Now I'm, now I'm siding with Dom because, like, dude, you haven't had your dogs for five months.
0: I know. That's why I'm like, I totally see her point there. I mean, what do you mean I have to care about your dog and I have to let them stay in our bed when they're not even here? You got?
1: You're I'm just saying. So, you're speaking some facts, Dom.
0: Okay, so you're more adventurous than me. You are definitely more, I don't want to say similar to Dom because that's not a fair comparison at all, but you're both adventurous. Me and Mac are not very adventurous.
1: Yeah, you go. we have to pry a little bit to get you on that Disney ride. Yes. For sure.
0: And that's even, that's at a basic level. You have to do that for a lot of things. So is it exhausting? Like, I, we just somehow make it work. And so I just, I keep thinking like, is that really a deal breaker? I don't think so because we've
1: gotten to a point where, I don't know. I just, I just think there's like a nice balance of you don't completely shut down at every moment. Like you're, you're reserved in as far as being adventurous, but you are willing to do some things. Like, are you going to swim to the middle of the lake with me? Probably not. <laughs> but are you going to ride a tons of rides at a carnival? Yeah. Maybe not the slingshot. Cause I'm not even getting no. on that. So I'm not going to force you to get on that.
0: <laughs> I love a carousel, but
1: you sort of, there's like this give and take thing. And that's that's fine, and for me, it's not exhausting. I think, I if there was something you really wanted to experience with your partner, and they immediately shut you down, I can see how that could be a turnoff.
0: Yeah, I can of see like, that. Like
1: maybe you're envisioning we could have this beautiful moment together or this memory, you know, like uh, jumping off a cliff into water, you know, no. twenty feet high or something. <laughs> I, I don't know, just like something where it'd be like, see,
0: I would break your heart
1: fuck I'm still jumping off the cliff though that's
0: fine I'll wait for you at the bottom
1: but it's almost like but I don't I don't have this strong pull of like we must do this together like yeah but maybe if I did of like oh you know hold hands together jump off this cliff like into the water into a lake oh that'd be beautiful but I can see where someone's like wow if your partner was like nah I'm good you're like wow that could have been a beautiful moment that's I can't jump
0: off anything no
1: no it's fine it's fine that's my that's my super simple example but
0: I just feel like maybe I'm sorry.
1: I think you give enough where it's not, it's never been an issue for me, but I, I, I can see where that would be a turnoff.
0: I just don't feel like either one of them are giving each other grace. You have to fit into their box of how they expected their partner to be. Like we have this certain level of grace with each other. Like when you're being super adventurous and doing things that I'm not going to do I'm very aware of that and I go, Hey, I'm super sorry. I can't do this right now, but like, go have fun. I'll cheer you on as to where like, they wouldn't even accept that.
1: Yeah. And it's a bummer because the show, the process is so rushed that in some ways you build up this awareness over time. Like for example, going back to, let's go back to our little Disney world example, (laughs) or even, you know, shout out to non-sponsors, Universal or Disney. If I know you're not a fan of rides Am I really going to push you to go on like the T-Rex roller coaster or whatever the fuck it's called? Like the Velociraptor roller coaster? Oh,
0: that wasn't happening.
1: (laughs) I'm probably not winning that battle, but can I get you to go on the, um, what's the dog from Toy Story?
0: Oh, that was terrifying. Is it Slinky? Slinky. The Slinky dog or whatever it is? Yeah, guys, that goes way faster than you think.
1: You see what I mean? Like there are (laughs) levels like, yeah, maybe I can get you to go on that one, but I can't I I probably shouldn't expect to get you to go on the Velociraptor coaster, right? That's like kind of crazy.
0: See, and so I wanted your perspective there because I'm the one that's more reserved. So, I mean, I don't really know what it's like to be the support person Mm. because I'm mostly the one that needs to be pushed and supported. So I just think they're both too hard in their ways. Mm. So Dom wants someone that's just going to be there 24-7 exactly how she is.
1: Right. Ready to go at all times. Yeah.
0: And Mac is uncomfortable with that, with the push that she expects, and she doesn't want to push him.
1: Yeah, the issue is that they're 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 too far apart. Like let's you, know, you and I as an example. Like let's say zero zero is non adventurous, hundred percent is I'm I'm going all in anything all <laughs> yeah. day every day. I'm probably like at an eighty, but you're at like a twenty. It just so happens that th- i give
0: me like a 30, 40. Sure, sure, sure.
1: But Dom and Mac, it's like. Dom's at 100, Max yeah. at 0, if not yeah. negative 10. And I'm, they're not... I mean, he's talking about doing, like, one adventurous thing a month. I'm like, oh, yeah. one thing a month? Like, that's a lot of time, man. And that's,
0: like, pushing out of his comfort zone.
1: You see, that it, it's, it's too big of a gap.
0: There's just no grace. Mac does point out, though, that all of this can be compromised on. I'm saying I agree with that. Oh, I'm always so torn because I'm like, yes, compromise. And then I always think... Well, do you do you have to compromise on everything? Yeah, but the, bum, the bummer is
1: it's it's just so rushed that they're they're not even gonna be able to experience that. I mean,
0: yeah, they won't be able to kind of get out of their little bubble. Exactly. Especially if they're not even willing to move in. Dom says she wanted marriage, but she didn't think that she would get someone that is the polar opposite of her. Pastor Cal bluntly says, "Well, then you guys lied."
1: I love it. This is. You're right. Pastor Cal was not buckling on anyone. He even came with the facts. He came with exactly (laughs) what you asked for. He, He was ready.
0: He says you both didn't want needy spouses. And then he goes over kind of in length what their questionnaire answers were. At the end, he asks, have you guys even given it a chance? To this, Dom responds with, I wanted someone more secure, more established in life. I expected more. But I don't know where these high expectations come from. Is it just because she always dated older men? Does she expect to be, like, taken care of?
1: I'm not sure. And I wonder, hmm, I wonder in what ways. I feel like the questionnaire could be shaky because if you say you wanted someone that's sort of, um, you know, is stable. Well, if if this gentleman says, well, I have a weed business that I've been running for five years, I Mm -hmm. mean, On paper, you're like, well, that's pretty damn stable.
0: Exactly. Like, in comparison to what? I mean, other 25 year olds, or?
1: Honestly, I think. How do you think it would play out if Mac had his own spot, whether it was an apartment or a house?
0: Oh, I think she already hated him. It didn't. That was just like Mm. the cherry on top. That was like the last straw. She didn't. She does not like who he is, his personality. So it wouldn't matter.
1: The comment where she mentions. It would have been better if you had four roommates. Oh gosh,
0: that drove me crazy.
1: I was like, what?
0: The whole thing was, I would have liked him to have four roommates instead of the basement because at least he would have had his own space.
1: He should have trolled it right back and said, well, I kind of do have four roommates.
0: But what does that mean? So say this house has four bedrooms, two bathrooms. He would have a a bedroom?
1: What if he legit had a roommate
0: Well, she's saying four roommates.
1: No, no, no. I mean the same bedroom. Like, that's a lot of people (laughs) if you only got, like, three bedrooms. And also, that would be a way bigger red flag if you have this 35-year-old living with, like, four roommates. Yeah.
0: I mean, his situation isn't great. And he should have done a month-to-month lease. Sure. But that comment alone just made me laugh. It means nothing. It's so illogical.
1: I love that Pastor Cal tried to, like, reel this back in. Because they were going way off the trajectory like we're we're now we're making up situations like they don't <laughs> yeah. even exist or just this is not good for for what you're going through right now
0: and it just kind of ends pastor Cal kind of gives his confused face and then we don't see anything so i'm assuming we're picking up where we left off next episode we better start right with that scene i need to see the box
1: man they've been previewing this for a minute since the jump they yes previewed this
0: So another couple that is completely over, but faking it a little bit better. We're moving on to Gina and Clint. We meet Hank and he is so cute. We view Gina's apartment with Clint and the energy is still way better than Dom and Mac. Do you think they have the same exact floor plan?
1: If they don't, it's very similar. Yes. Also, was I asleep? Did we like look at Clint's
0: apartment? No, I don't think we saw Clint's apartment and we didn't see Shaq's. It's not fair.
1: I wonder, was was the content that boring that it was just stripped out?
0: I have no idea why they would not show everyone.
1: I mean, you showed Kirsten's apartment, you know what I'm saying?
0: There was nothing there.
1: You <laughs> told me we couldn't see theirs?
0: Why couldn't we see Shaq's and his sewing machine? I would be interested. I want to see how he decorates.
1: I wanted to see his color-coordinated closet. I will say... I think everyone pretty much liked Gina's apartment. It was kind of a a good good apartment. It It was nice. Really cool views downtown.
0: Gina says that she isn't seeing the progression she had hoped for. Over the past week, there's been nothing romantic and something is missing. So you know what you do to boost romance? To create a connection. Become closer with your partner. You don't move in with them.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's Mac and Dom. I mean, it's, it's the downfall.
0: Yeah, it's just another step towards not being together. I mean,
1: that's going to be their story. They had a bad situation on the honeymoon. They both essentially said that they're not attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. And
0: realistically, they're not going to recover from this. And only one person apologized. Facts. That energy is going to linger forever until it's addressed and she apologizes. Like, no matter how, if you, you agree that. or not. You hate that. I hate it. Jesus.
1: <laughs> never like clint apologized for what he said she
0: wasn't even held accountable by pastor cal Mm -hmm. true no so she just gets to say things like why do you why does your offense so why is you being offended mean more than someone else being offended a lot of people would say what clint said isn't super offensive to all women everywhere some people feel that way a lot of red-haired people feel that's offensive what gina did though still nothing I'm not even going to get back into that (laughs) because I could rant for an episode about it. It's a whole other thing, yeah. They're both in the wrong, but only one person apologized, so that's where we're at now. And I don't like it. Back at the shared apartment, Clint says, maybe I'll take the second bedroom. I want to try to make this work. Gina says that she doesn't want to feel forced, and this feels forced. But why does everyone act like they don't know what happens in this show? We're in season 16. You knew there was a possibility that you would get into an argument you are not ready for marriage. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, yes, the argument was awful and you were offended and your feelings got hurt. But did you never expect there to be something like that that would ever happen in your marriage?
1: If I compare this, you know, we know Gina's a boss bee. Like, you're going to run into situations in your business that you're just not going to be a fan of or you're going to have competitors. Like, some, something is going to be a roadblock for you And you can't just run away from that.
0: Oh, that reminds me. Last week, I thought she was like literally meaning she's a runner. No, she figuratively was saying she runs from problems. And boy, we're seeing it this week.
1: When Clint said that he wants to give it a try, I genuinely believed him.
0: I do believe him. He does. But he's salesman-y, so. Sure, sure. Take it with a grain of salt. That's what I was thinking.
1: I don't know. I mean, I get the feeling that. Clint is a little bit in he's still got one foot in the door he's like you know what we can give this a good old college try and Gina's not having it and it's over
0: I that's how I felt too he was at least going to try now of course my little grain is solved because I mean it is Clint (laughs) but (laughs) I still liked his responses better than hers Pastor Kel arrives. They talk about how things have been going. And then we turn into Gina listing the physical features that she likes about Clint. And that feels weird to me. She says, I love his beard. He has good hair. And she then then brings up, of course, the slender athletic comment really bothered her. But like, there's just no self-reflection, there's no growth, there's no anything.
1: But you're up with that also. is You didn't tell me anything. What have you learned about the person?
0: Nothing. Oh, like,
1: oh, I, I enjoy that he's really caring. He
0: loves to he, sail. He, he take right, <laughs> right.
1: You know, he, he's very passionate about work and, and, you know, he's honest, things like that. It was just physical features.
0: They're, they're both too caught up on that. No, I would agree. Also, she's a liar. You don't love his beard. You really don't like his hair. You're lying to Pastor Cal's face. You said you don't like it. I mean, she
1: could like the texture, but not the color. (laughs) You're
0: you're right. That's true. That's true. Pastor Cal turns to Clint and says, you can't sit here and tell me you think this woman is unattractive. And Clint's response is right. I can't hate on it. He says, I never said that. Fact, he never said that.
1: I think Gina was putting off that energy when, in fact, Clint never said she was unattractive.
0: She straight up said he wasn't attractive. She is not attracted to people like him. So, what the hell are we saying?
1: Make it make sense.
0: Please. Clint tries to bring up the gingery features comment about how he also didn't like that, how she brought up kind of negativity in relation and we went nowhere with that we didn't I thought oh we're holding her accountable now you know we're gonna bring it up and then we just didn't instead of Gina taking this opportunity to apologize or acknowledge or expand anything she simply says since those terms are so openly used she thinks it's okay
1: Not a a good look for Gina. No, no, no. Also, because some
0: people say something doesn't mean you get to say it. Like, that was even, oh, it was just so not the right thing to say. I just, she could have gone so many ways, and that wasn't the way. Oh, a lot of people use this term, so I can use it. And again, we go back to Gina. She, She says, oh, you know, so I thought it was okay, or I do think it's okay. And she says, but the way comment made me wonder if you feel like I'm lazy. Then we find out that Gina has not moved in.
1: Not too exciting. I think we were all pretty much in conclusion that Gina wasn't going to move in.
0: Ever. Pastor Cal says he does not agree with this and that it is is a step towards not being together.
1: Again, going back to your point of how are you supposed to get close to someone if not only you're physically distancing yourselves, but you're Inevitably, be going also going to emotionally distance yourself, right? This person, any feelings, what little, if any, are non-existent. Like they're just gonna disappear.
0: Also, you know, Clinton, and Gina, and Dalman Mac are not going to talk. They are not going to communicate anytime they're not together. So that's just dead.
1: You know, oh my gosh, we're gonna get those. If let let's say they they don't move in, and okay, let let's try this out. We'll show sure you guys will get closer only times we're ever going to see them together is for some show-created moment or scene or we have to film, so come be at the same place.
0: Yep. It's going to be so inauthentic.
1: It was Justin and Alexis at the end of their relationship.
0: Pastor Cal asks, are we moving forward or is this the day we decide we are getting a divorce? If you continue to be separate, let's call it what it is.
1: I love I love this energy from Pastor Cal. Me too. But is
0: he, did someone sort of talk
1: to Pastor Cal of like, we're not taking this shit. Like if these fucking people are not going to be a couple, we're not fucking filming them. We're cutting them off this goddamn show <laughs> and we're not paying them.
0: Maybe. But I mean, in the end, if they say, yeah, we're working on it, they're going to still continue. air fingers. It's kind of a bummer. Kind of like
1: gaming the system kind of
0: thing. Yeah. Clint says that he wants to spend the remaining time hanging out and growing, that he is committed to Gina and that he wants this to continue. Gina says she's not one to give up. She wants to continue to get to know each other and see if they can work.
1: And weird. She just says she's not one to give up, but then the last episode, she said she's a runner.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I don't. Can you be an emotional runner and stick it out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think those two things go together. Gina says she still doesn't feel right about moving in and that it's worse to move in and sleep in separate bedrooms. She starts tearing up and says she doesn't feel good about moving in.
1: I don't remember where I heard this, but I recall in a marriage situation, if you are having issues, you do not leave the house.
0: No, You yeah. fucking
1: sleep on the goddamn couch.
0: You just do not leave the house yeah, Cody Brown, you sleep on the couch. <laughs> I just think it then creates so much emotional separation and a huge gap in communication, like it's going to get so much worse. Also, it's way more awkward to come back. Oh yeah. i you don't want I don't want this awkward conversation. like let's just deal with the problem. Pastor Cal says you have to be willing to change to be married. And I fully agree. You have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to compromise. It is not all about you. It is about building a life, a relationship with someone else. And that includes taking them into consideration. It's not all about you. And the thing is, that can be said for both people, in both Dom and Mac and Gene and Clint. The compromise has to be there.
1: It's a bummer to see potentially two couples... Kind of, uh, I want to sugarcoat it, but I'm not. I'm like essentially give up
0: mm-hmm. this early
1: in the process. It's kind of a bummer. It's a bummer for them. It's a bummer for the you know the fans and the viewers watching at home. It's becoming too much of a trend. Yeah, and I don't like it.
0: No, same. Also, to go back to what you said, like you shouldn't leave the house. It's really awkward coming back. Everything like that. Think about how much better it would have been. If Clint and Gina expressed their hurt feelings in the moment.
1: Yeah, you would definitely. I want to say they'd get over it faster, but I'm just not sure. Just the way they're even they're approaching it still. Yeah. I'm not sure.
0: I just feel like if she said the gingery thing and he said, hey, I, I that hurts my feelings or that really bothers me. It's always used in a negative light. Please don't say that to don't use those terms to describe me. I think. Well, then she run anyway because no, she's I th- confronted? I
1: think you're correct because if Clint did that, maybe he wouldn't have felt so inclined to say his, you know, more athletic totally. comment. Totally. Yes. So it, this uh, situation wouldn't have even happened.
0: Exactly. Hmm. We, I can it see wouldn't that. be this buildup and then explosion and then they're both just mad at each other.
1: I mean, but if you like the whole Destiny thing, I mean, would it just have been something else?
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure.
1: It would have just been back to all she does is talk about work. I don't know who she is. It, It would be something else.
0: Oh, of course. Then we move on to Jasmine and Eris. We go to Jasmine's parents' house where she lives and they are exploring the puppies, explains that the dogs don't need to come to the apartment, and we see the shelf of crowns. Eris says, it's good you're humble, but you need to step it up a bit. Not everyone has crowns. I get to where, like, I see where he's coming from with this, but I'm like, don't tell her what to do. You're always telling her what to do. You're always telling her to feed you. (laughs) Stop it. Well, I
1: wonder if, uh, no, I I just wonder if their interactions, and maybe he senses, like, a lack of confidence, but he's trying to say, like, you should have, like, all the confidence in the world. Like, you are a queen.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, you know, he could really help that by... Not always saying, like, she's so attracted to me, and I just am not to her.
1: (laughs) You have some feelings about this.
0: It's just not right.
1: No, even the way Eris is sort of uh, boosting himself up in these moments. Yeah,
0: I don't, not a fan. So there are nine puppies left at Jasmine's place with the mom dog, which will be going to the apartment. No issues. They're so cute. I don't felt like Eris hold that dog real lovingly. Like it was kind of like away from him and he's like, Yes, it is a cute you know, dog.
1: Eris doesn't have pets. That's you say I hold the neighbor's cat awkward as fuck.
0: <laughs> yes, it is really awkward. Hey,
1: I've never had a cat, so this just comes this is what comes it's just natural. just how it happens. Yeah.
0: We don't see a ton at Jasmine's parents' house, so we immediately then go into the section with Pastor Cal. Recap of the honeymoon and how things are going now, and Eris bluntly brings up, Jasmine is more attracted to me than I am to her. Eris says that she is not his type. That is not going to build the relationship. That's not going to build attraction.
1: I will give it to him. He has been very upfront.
0: Very upfront? Which but I always say this, like, yeah, people are truthful and honest and this is just them, but like if you're just a piece of shit, like that doesn't it's not a great thing. Not that Ares is but, but, but so
1: far Ares hasn't he hasn't communicated in a way that was just outright negative. He, no, he he's yes. just more expressing how he feel honestly, uh and I give him credit and I mean, maybe he is the most mature out of the group. Like,
0: Which is kind of wild for him to be able to step back and see other people's relationships and give very solid advice. No, but I mean,
1: I, I much prefer Eris being honest in this moment versus faking it, making this person think that they're attracted to it. Maybe that person develops way more feelings. Now this person, excuse me, now this person can be hurt. Or he's sort of saying, hey, at this moment, I'm not at your level. Maybe that allows Jasmine to to put the brakes on a little bit. Now, obviously, at the moment, we see them kind of their energy kind of isn't matching. So they're sort of kind of slowed down either way. But honestly, this is also probably helpful for Jasmine. So in some ways, she may not be hurt.
0: I mean, I don't think it's protecting her a lot because I feel like it's making her self-conscious. Hmm.
1: I just, I just, it's hard for me to imagine her her not being hurt more. If he were to not voice this time goes by six weeks down the road, he says, you know what? I'm not into you, but Jasmine's developed so many feelings.
0: Yeah. And
1: now it's just, it's over.
0: Okay. How about this? It's the way he says it. He's boosting himself up and putting her down. Essentially.
1: Uh, Folks on Twitter were saying. Jasmine's being really classy because it looks like she wants to put him in his place of like
0: painful.
1: You are not shit hot. Like (laughs) shit hot. I I gave you some compliments, yes. And I maybe overrated you at the beginning, but calm it down. Like I am a pageant queen.
0: Man, I'm going thinking about what you just said. And so I'm thinking, I really like we can tell Kirsten is faking it
1: a thousand percent so yeah is is what's anyone, better if there's anyone out there that doesn't think Kirsten's faking it are <laughs> you fucking kidding me
0: so yeah what situation is better Eris being overly honest and very blunt and to the point or Kirsten who just fakes it and just says the right things to just keep the show going
1: luckily Shaq's fairly smart I mean he you can tell he's like he's read that a mile away yeah he's already, that's true that's true I mean you can tell Shaq's kind of like well yeah, she's not into me, so well, I'm not really going to be into it.
0: Also, it's not technically she's not leading him on because in private, she's completely different and has told him, basically, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's <Wow>. pretty blunt.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Eris talks about the honeymoon and how he felt bad. He felt guilty for his feelings. He says that he, w- he wanted to try to make an r and video in the hotel. Take that how you will. <laughs> but it just wasn't there.
1: You know, it's weird for someone who has been on the streets, as he said, he is I mean, that, that there is some restraint there of not <laughs> yes. pushing the envelope, even though you aren't feeling it like, you
0: know. <sighs> OK, then what do you make of his sexual comments during the honeymoon? Was that a feeler? Was he going to try to initiate something?
1: I mean, a feeler, a buzz.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Was, we did say it was saucy. It, 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 it
1: was it was something.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, know, because uh, now she will bluntly say, like, do I want him to rip my clothes off? Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know that that night in the honeymoon, they probably had a good day. Great food. Wine's flowing. Probably she keeps just,
0: doing everything he, for him. He probably yeah, he probably <laughs>
1: just he probably felt really good. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to be his version of funny. And what's your favorite sex position? Yeah, right? and he's trying to be funny and. In some ways, he didn't really get the response he expected, so I'm sure he's already not as attractive as he thought he would be, mm-hmm. but now he's also, I, I don't know, like, he's also pumping the brakes.
0: Pastor Cal asks if there's any type of physicality between them. They hold hands, are skin-to-skin contact. Eris says it feels natural and normal. So, I mean, that's something. I think that's a really good sign. Yeah,
1: there's definitely, I can see them, I can see them growing in love. Do I think they will? Probably not. But I am rooting for them.
0: Pastor Cal asked Jasmine, what do you like about him? Meaning heiress. She says, his honesty, even if it hurts my feelings, he does tell me the truth. He's always striving for more and he makes her feel comfortable. I don't know the honesty. I feel like we need to be gentle with the honesty.
1: The way they both complimented each other—that's—that's that's what gives you hope. They—they were—they mm-hmm. were, they weren't just physical traits. I mean, they yes. were. They're getting to know each other.
0: This was like the only couple.
1: Yeah, it, I.
0: <laughs> well, Chris and no, Nicole were. No, it, it was great. But... It was
1: a great scene, and moments like this make you want to believe that it could work.
0: I think if they were kind to each other, open, open to compromise, Eris was a little less bossy and intense, there is a possibility of a great foundation. I'm saying it. Now can he give up all those things? I don't know. Eris then names what he likes about Jasmine. He says, you are a go-getter, you care about your family, you're generally very caring. He says that he would die peacefully knowing his kids would be taken care of with Jasmine. And I get what he's trying to say, but something hit me like a ton of bricks here. If you notice the last few episodes, including this episode, he always talks about death. He's anticipating something horrible happening, a life changing moment, what will happen after. And I connect that to him losing his dad and his uncle in the same week. And other, I'm sure, trauma that has happened throughout his life. And so if he's always anticipating the worst, if he's always waiting for the shoe to drop, I mean, can he fully enjoy the now?
1: You know, in some ways you might be able to connect this to, if you're always in that mindset, obviously this could impact a lot of things, but is this one hurdle that has stopped you from... Like he said, he's never been in love. Mm-hmm. Is this some one of those side effects?
0: Is it a protection mechanism? You don't allow yourself to fall in love. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to experience that. Mm. I don't know. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I want him to get help. I want him to live in the moment. There's yeah, so I, much I, potential. I, yeah, I
1: want Eris to... I want him to flip that wording and be like, I can see our future together. I can see kids. I can see what they would look like. What we do together with the kiddos. Like, that's that mindset.
0: I want him to say, I can anticipate like good times in my life. Mm-hmm. Not just always, oh, I'm going to be in this accident. I'm, you know.
1: Yeah. You're going to wipe my booty in the yeah, hospital. Like, like,
0: no, we're going to grow old together. Gonna, I don't know. We're going to thrive together. Yeah. Now the couple I feel like we're seeing less and less every single episode. Is there just literally nothing here? Kirsten and Shaq.
1: How are we getting, is it even like 10 minutes? It feels like nothing.
0: I just don't think there's anything there. Not even friendly banter.
1: So it was was interesting somehow we always say that our house is super fucking bland it is somehow kirsten's apartment is more bland than our house
0: she has about the same amount of pictures though she had a tiny she picture has, frame and i have some on the fridge
1: <laughs> we literally the only picture frame up on our house is about a it's fucking, a butt it's a s'more with a <laughs> butt it's not even it's a cartoon s'more with a butt it's yeah not
0: <laughs> it's super cute but it's that's it. That's the only us. thing I put effort into hanging up is a s'mores booty.
1: <laughs> girl, Kirsten, you don't even have nightstands. No. Like Shaq was like, girl, where do you put your phone at night? No
0: desk. She just has her laptop on the floor. Like, okay, we have nothing on our walls and we're very.
1: We got fucking nightstands.
0: Nightstands. You got two desks. Do you have lights? <laughs> yeah. She did have lamps.
1: Like, do you read a book in bed at no, night? No, that like...
0: overhead light only. That's hard living, I feel like. <laughs> Get a lamp. She doesn't have bar stools. No bar- Shaq was like, no bar stools? <laughs> huh? Do you have people over? They sit on the couch and on the floor. <laughs> Shaq says he was looking forward to learning more about Kirsten, but it looks like she just moved in yesterday. But you know, it doesn't look like she just moved in, and I can relate. The messy closet.
1: Oh, this is why I wish we saw Shaq's part because we could, we could, you know, reference the two scenes.
0: Also, they showed a little bit on, we never watch it super closely, but it tends to be on in the background, but on the after party, he had like so many suits and everything was color coordinated. I want to see all of that. Like one person that really has it together. Right.
1: <laughs> it was bad. Honestly, Kirsten's shoes looked like just like our shoes downstairs. Just a fuck ton of pairs of shoes. Oh, was it? I must have missed (laughs) that. That's what it was. (laughs) That's what it was.
0: Hey, I got that bench thing. We're getting better. (laughs) Pastor Cal arrives. They talk about how things have been going. And Kirsten says it feels natural and that he over communicates. Is that something she wanted? Or is that a flaw that she's trying to turn into something nice?
1: This scene is a fucking lie.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is.
1: You can't tell me it's natural, but every scene we see of you two together, you're in this like awkward snuggling position, but when you're going to meet Pastor Cal, there is a physical space between both of you. Yeah, that, it is
0: not natural that, to even hold hands, that's sit not, close.
1: That's not someone who is in a relationship, that is a couple, that is bonding. Why is there a physical gap? Yeah. You are not together together. This is a farce. It's over.
0: I it's bad. It's bad. They're going
1: to they're going to end up being the best that says, "Yeah, we're in the process with my quotier fingers, but no, like there is no process." No. Like two couples will for sure like okay, yeah, we we everyone can see it's over. They're going to try to play it all the way through, but realistically there's nothing there. Um as far as we know, I don't think excuse me. I don't think we have proof of them Kissing the adult version lip to lip.
0: No. Even and I hate that it wasn't asked, but even this time, he says he gives her a forehead kiss when they go to bed. Like I if I was Pastor I'd be like, have you progressed past a forehead kiss ever? It's just so strange. It because you have this and The Kirsten we met, the Kirsten we met with her friends and at the bachelorette party and getting ready and trying on dresses is not this Kirsten. This is a performance and it's not a great one. (laughs) I just...
1: Is anyone buying... Have you seen anyone that's buying
0: this? I don't think so. I mean, I think everyone's really like over this couple in general.
1: I mean, you listen to the, the, the community of podcasts. I mean, what... What is the reading? What is the temperature on?
0: Oh, the reading is 100%. She is not into him in any way.
1: Okay, so I'm not out of line. No, here. no, no. Okay, okay. Hmm. Good to know.
0: But it's so strange. I just can't get over the difference of how she is with her friends and family and everything and saying at the bachelorette party, we're going to do it in the bed, in the shower, on the balcony. Oh, you know like it's like be all good. about touching, love, sex. And then here she's like, you can kiss my forehead.
1: The housewarming is going to be fantastic for them.
0: Oh, you know who it's also going to be good for?
1: No, I know.
0: (laughs) By good, I mean awful.
1: Well, the cousin says she's not coming. We saw her. Which is BS because obviously she's going.
0: But anyway, back to Kirsten and Shag. Kirsten brings up the joking problem. Pastor Cal says, don't care. He's going to tell his bad jokes. Brush it off. You don't always have to like it. And that is true. You do have to let your partner, even if you find it corny, borderline annoying, you do have to give them their space as well. They can't be this perfect version of a person that you always want. Kristen says that it's okay to joke around, but she wants an emotional connection. I just, I don't, she's already written this off though. But she did move in. Hey. (laughs) progress like, again, thing they
1: are fake it till you make it right? <laughs> right i'm not i don't give a shit i'm not buying any of it yeah you moved in whatever i'm not buying
0: it. honestly are they in the same bed not, not they say it. they are but um I, I you know we like
1: to joke around so if someone hit me with that with what kirsten said
0: you wouldn't I, make I would,
1: it i would be way turned off i'd be like this is literally who i am i, I can't you can't
0: not joke I'd be like, I,
1: I can't like Pastor Cal, it's, it's, it's I can't I'm out. Hey, <laughs> I'm waving the white flag. Like I'm good. I'm good. this person has no funny bone in their fucking body. Like I gotta go.
0: No, you wouldn't make it. No, I can't picture you having.
1: There's too many things I don't want to like joke around about. I just I don't know. I just I can't do it.
0: Kristen says there is not really any chemistry.
1: At least you're honest. I appreciate that. But then you what's
0: natural? I, yeah, what.
1: Uh, we're naturally as uh, We don't fight? Sure. Friends.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: naturally I mean that's friends. not a lie. <laughs> Correct.
0: Shaq says he thinks there is some chemistry. He kisses her on the forehead.
1: <laughs> By translation, Shaq hopes chemistry could develop in the future.
0: He will will chemistry into Correct. this relationship. Correct. Kristen said something really sad, though. She says, I never get what I want or deserve in life. Like, I don't like this wall Kirsten has put up, but I felt that was really how she feels. And she feels she didn't get what she wants in this marriage, in this process. She was let down again as she is in life. And that was so sad.
1: It is sad. I hear you, I get you, but that's... There's no reason to prolong this experience if it's not what you want Or it's not what you feel you deserve.
0: Yes, or if it's like that much of a disappointment. Like you're not even willing to see if there is a foundation of anything. Shaq says that he's been more open than Kirsten has been and that even when he asks her question, she turns it back around to him to keep talking. That's that whole, you don't want to get close, you don't even want to build the friendship, you're just going to let this dude talk. Can
1: you imagine, like, Let's just say I asked you what your favorite movie is, and you're like, I'm not too sure. What's your favorite movie? Yeah,
0: I picture every conversation going like that.
1: I'm like, okay. How was your
0: childhood? My childhood was fine. Tell me about yours and that accident. Like, there's just... I you can't have... It's just as bad as, like, a one-word answer.
1: Yeah. Huh. As I give you a one-word answer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have not fucking wavered since the jump. I don't feel the energy. I don't feel these cuddling scenes that I think are fake as fuck. I I just, I can't see it.
0: Uh, Now I'm so torn because I keep saying Eris is like too honest or at least his delivery. But then on the total opposite end, you have Kirsten. So like, is there a happy medium between those two? There has to be, right? I don't know what that looks like, but there has to be.
1: I don't know. I think happy medium doesn't get you it won't it won't get you a lasting relationship. Like, I think you just have to be completely honest.
0: So, heiress method of honest, though.
1: Mm-hmm, correct.
0: Really? Oh, I just feel like you can be a little more gentle or something. I don't know. Because someone being like, oh, I, I don't... You're, I'm, you like me more than I like you. Like, that's going to make me real self-conscious, pull back. I don't know. I don't know what I expect for these people. <laughs> Pastor Cal ends the scene by saying that they are the perfect example of a power couple. Who, where, when, not here, not in this living room, not on this couch.
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean, we, again, we, we do root for these people. Like I would love for it to work out for them. I would love for them to be a power couple, you know, have a great life, but it's just not there. And again, like, why are we going to prolong things that are, not what someone wants or in some aspects might not be healthy for that individual. Like just call it what it is. It's a failed experiment for that couple (laughs) and let's be done with it. And it looks like in some of these couples that will happen, especially due to having the shorter runtime.
0: Why is pastor Cal lying to this couple and us?
1: I don't know, man. (laughs) I think people are going to keep grilling pastor Cal and be like, y'all got to stop pushing these couples to stay together when it is not healthy for either of them.
0: On the next time on, we have the infamous housewarming parties.
1: Love it. I think, I mean, the, the, the couple's retreat is my favorite. Housewarming is close, you know, because they finally know each other. We get to see the families interact a little bit more, and it's usually cousins or friends.
0: Was this the nail in the coffin for Alexis and Justin? The housewarming party, right? Where they were, like, not even talking to each other?
1: Yeah I, think you're, yeah, I think you're right.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's hope that all of them go better than that. Man, they didn't preview Dom's mom coming, did they? Did they show any of them? Did they even have a housewarming party now that I think of it?
1: I don't think so, but oh, I want to oh rewatch gosh. that preview because...
0: If there's not a housewarming party, like, I already call it they're done, but then that's really, it, it's done, done.
1: <laughs> no lie, I'm going to watch that preview, like, right after this.
0: <laughs> okay, let me know. So that's all for us this week. Another great episode. I love this season, but it's because I've removed any expectation of these relationships like working. So now I'm just enjoying whatever comes.
1: Yeah, you're just enjoying the ride for what it
0: is. Yeah, no expectations.
1: No, a great episode as usual. Everyone on Twitter, again, off the chain and amazing content, amazing community. Thank you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Really appreciate all the new reviews. Uh, Keep them coming and we'll keep the content coming.
0: Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. Take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.